We have, we're having mic problems today on Love and Madness, you know, America's favorite talk show. We're probably going to have to shut down the microphone factory that made this one with our, our viewership, you know, our, our listeners. Because technically we're the biggest show in China right now because yeah. we do a translation. On Fiverr, I got it for 50 bucks for 10 years. <laughs> There's two people that just reenact it in Chinese. And uh, they, they give us all the profits because it was 50 bucks. I paid them 50 bucks flat. Wow. For 10 years worth of work. <laughs> and uh, so we're the biggest show in China. We're technically billionaires. Uh, yeah, so we ha we are running on one mic right one now because the other one um, shorted out or something. Yeah, we put the batteries in and it, it like heated up and then it smelled like uh, electrical burns, like burnt electrical stuff. So Yeah, so we had to toss that one. So we'll have, we've got some things we're going to have to figure out. Yeah, like how to get Janelle not to punch me in the face when I accidentally grab the microphone. Why would I do that? Because, I mean, you usually look for opportunities to abuse me. That's what we do. Yeah. It's our thing. <laughs> it's our thing that we have. Very special. I mean, Janelle's always right and hurts, it hurts me a lot. And I never I never complain. That's my job. <laughs> my job is to never <laughs> tell anyone. You're so full of it. Right. You used to keep me under the garage. Yeah. With a tube in my mouth. And you let me out on April 38th. <laughs> you told me. I, didn't, I believed you. I believed you when I, you know, you kidnapped me in the first grade. That what? This this story gets more fantastical every time. It you also tell gets it. really grim. It's yes. like now I'm a first grader got kidnapped, and you <laughs> kept, told me you told me that April thirty eighth. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Coconut rum is also pretty cool. Apparently, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're uh, we're trying a uh, calico jack uh, nice. coconut rum. Excellent. Uh, mixed with a uh, diet ginger beer. Yep. So thumbs it's, down it's, on our mic manufacturer. You know, but thumbs up on the rum. Yes, yes, we did. So yeah, I know we said that this is love and madness. I'm not sure exactly when we started this episode, it but it started when it started. Yeah, it so, began when it began. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what's on. been going on? What's been going on? Um, I'm gonna be going into the Woodworkers Guild in Greenville. Yeah, which I'm is so a group, excited is a group, for you. Yeah, they're gonna teach me how to make all the game boards and stuff I want to make, and I'm excited about that. And I'll also be making. Uh, stuff for the wedding venue of course mm -hmm. but there's only a few repair jobs we have and then after that i'm probably gonna be using it to make you know game stuff yeah it's pretty cool and um yeah we got we we got our test run done of the wedding venue it looks really great and we're having an open house next saturday may hopefully 1st. may 1st yep finally it's taken is that good you have it yeah okay we're using one mic so we might not sound right well, it's like I can I can boost the volume as long as it's picking us up. Okay. We should be okay. But, right. yeah. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, I'm sorry about the wedding. I, I cut you off on the wedding venue. Oh so. well, yeah, we're we're having we're having an open house. If you live in the area and you actually listen to this, please come by. Even if you're not planning a wedding, because might have grandkids or cousins or nieces and nephews that might want a wedding. Yeah, I mean we're we're small. It's Buy like your we kid a wedding for six hundred bucks. We'll yeah, yeah, we we can handle about fifty people, but we've got a beautiful decked out backyard and a fountain and lots of pretty lights. Yeah, and greenery and stuff, and it it looks great, and I'm excited. So hopefully people show up. Right. But and we can take credit cards. I was very excited about that too. We got a Square uh, membership. It's, you know, it's easy to sign up. We're not sponsored by them, but they should send us some money. <laughs> but yeah, that was like super. Tonight. That's what we're doing. Yeah, something like that. So that was. What's the name of this mic? I don't know. 
Oh. We're gonna we're gonna give it a negative review. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, we, we we were planning on doing a sound test tomorrow, so we can do it with one mic if we can get this one to work with the with, speakers. Yeah, either, but whichever I, speakers we end up using, we have a few options. Yeah, there so we're just gonna have to play around with it a little bit and figure out which works best. <sighs> anyway, so, um. Yeah. Oh, and one of my best friends in the world is moving back to Texas or moving from, from Texas, Texas to here. And I'm so excited because I get to see him tomorrow and I haven't seen him uh, since Ken died. Yep. He came up for the funeral. And I'm nervous, but I'm okay. Yeah, you'll be it fine. seems like he's going to be all right. He's a good guy. Yeah, I bet. He's got a big heart and a rough exterior. Yep. Yes. And I'm, I'm yeah, I'm excited about that. The kids are too. We spent uh, quite a bit of time sleeping on my couch over the years and helping me raise my kids. So Yeah. <laughs> Big guy. And let's see. What else is going on? Anything? Uh, we were watching Lovecraft Country, and it was horrible, that one episode. Well, oh, It was yeah. kind of interesting, but it was like. Yeah. Oh, it's, so we, we, we were, I guess, about halfway through now, because I think there are 10 episodes, and we just watched episode five. five yeah. And it's called. What's it called? Strange. Strange case. Case. Strange case. And it was interesting, but very gory. And I'm like, I'm not real big fan of gore. Yeah, they were were showing like a transformation of a woman who shapeshifts because of a potion. And it wears off and she just sheds her whole skin and just looks horrifying. Yeah, but I had questions because, I mean, she would shed her skin in, like, public places. Oh, and she's covered in blood and gore and everything. Yeah, and then somehow she, you know, and and the skin she's shedding is actually a smaller size clothes-wise than she is, which is interesting within itself. But how, how does she, like, travel the streets covered from head to toe in, like, Gore. Gore. <laughs> and nobody says anything. Naked, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't fit in her old clothes. Yeah, I, so I was like, I, I mean, she must have, I bet she has a really big purse. Sure. And and she probably has a change of clothes in there. Yeah. And, um, like, a lot of wet wipes. <laughs> wow. They have wet wipes back in the 40s or 50s or whatever this is? I don't know. <laughs> That's my theory. Yeah. That's a good theory. <laughs> so they had a few big twists and turns and reveals on the show. And it seems like it's kind of going weird. Like it's, it's supposed to be weird. It's weird fiction. It's Lovecraft. And I know Lovecraft. But this one here, they don't explain any of the plot like as they make a change. They don't, you know, they kind of just decide yeah, it, stuff happens. Yeah, it, it, it's almost like, okay, let's see what shocking thing we can do this week. Yeah, and it's not even like a link to a story. It's just suddenly there's weird shit going on. They, they seem to drop it. Yeah. Then again, we're only at episode five. They'll probably bring it all back. But uh, not much of this stuff would seem to hold up over yeah. the show. And and um and like for the war like, between like the I, I would say families. episode four was probably our least favorite. Yeah, what was what what happened in that one? That one was uh, when they they all traveled. Oh. they all traveled to Boston and then s- somehow, like, broke into a museum and ended up in this vault thing and somehow traveled all the way back to Chicago using portals or something. Yeah, and to, ended up uh, right in their under, own house, right under their own house. Yeah. So Which and and they were supposed to be weird, but. Yeah, well, the, and the thing that really got me is because they'd already seen weird stuff. at the, They'd seen weird creatures, mm-hmm. and they'd seen magic and whatnot. But it, it didn't seem to phase any of the characters that they traveled that far 
in that short of a time. The only person they had who... the other door. See, if you look at the tunnel as a as a weird thing, yeah. they went to the door and then they went to an attic. So yeah. that's someone else's attic. Yeah. You know? It was very strange. And so they end up Wasn't there a ship down there too or something? Weird stuff. It was yeah. in the middle of a ship. It was like yeah. an attic. Yeah, it was built like an attic, but it was a ship, I guess. So they ended up in some ship and then they also ended up back at their own home. Yeah, that but I like I, I know you know, like but it's like, you know, you take supernatural, you see, you know, weird creatures every week. But and you know what? They explain it a little. They explain it. Yeah, but you know what? When they you had a portal or like they got sucked into TV land yeah. or you know whatnot. They were kind of surprised. Yeah. You know, I expected a little more surprise, I right. guess. <laughs> right. They, they freak out a little bit, but then yeah. they end up uh, like just being exactly plot worthy of it. You know, it's, right. not, it's not so much that they do anything as much as they just stand up and make a speech or a face and they win. Yes. It's nothing, nothing important. Yeah. Well, nobody can beat the Defenders. Yeah. I don't mean those guys. I mean, he's, <laughs> I was talking about um, uh, the, the Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Conference. It's just like they decide that they plot the success. They don't have the character succeed. Yeah. You know, they plot it out and they say like, okay, somehow this ancient language of Adam is exactly English with a cipher. It's like, okay, so this symbol means B. This symbol means D. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, whatever, you know. It's, so far, not not too thrilled, but I've loved a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially like, the ones where they're dealing more with like the racist cops and 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 that that yeah the era I I uh, that particular episode that that one where they first bought the house and in the white neighborhood and the the cops it, and the whole neighborhood's harassing them and everything and how they handle it I I uh, I really like that, that was episode. the best episode and the the music fit too yeah they played like music period of music. During that episode, but lately I've been playing all kinds of modern rap videos, yeah, like music, and it's it's not really matching the the aesthetic of the show. Yeah, it's like uh, it, it's to me it's losing show. It, it's it's losing some of the the feel. The it, first episode like, was amazing, and yeah. then it like it, it set you up for this this like journey in Americana almost, yeah. and then suddenly it's it's a weird show that they're just making shit up, sort of like Lost, where it's like there's no reason for any of the plot connections. Yeah, but it's sort of like the meta plot is that they're looking for this. Um, this ancient book or something, but everything that's happening is sort of unrelated. But they're in Lovecraft Country, which is like an area which is supposed to have this. But then somehow they're going to Boston and Chicago. Yeah. So what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, what else we got? What else? Any sort of crazy uh, cult leaders? Um, you, you know what? I haven't heard about any. Cult leaders recently. I've been I've been listening a lot to uh, Dateline. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot of them have been interesting and with interesting twists and and uh, yeah, uh, like you know, there's like I I've learned that you can poison people with eye drops. I didn't know that. Uh, that's a lot though. Yeah, you have to like to do the whole bottle. Yeah. You poison them in the drink, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just like people yeah. from eye drops get poisoned. No, no, but you can actually kill people that way. Fantastic. And I'm like, huh. So, yeah, because I guess what it is, it's like specifically like Visine. It's the stuff that has the astringent in it to, uh, to get the red out. So yeah. it can actually kill you. Yeah, like I have eye drops, but they're allergy eye drops. I don't think that they can poison me. I saw that movie White Oleander, and that's the only poison I know. Uh, supposedly uh, you can't trace it. Oh, at oh least come with, on. There's like cyanide, it, arsenic. Yeah, but White Oleander is one that it doesn't detect by any test they normally would do. Yeah. Supposedly it's like it looks like a natural death. 
Ah. And that's all I know about that is from that movie. Oh. That's the only poison I know, other than arsenic. I mean, like arsenic, I think you can get cyanide from apple seeds or something, or yeah. arsen- arsenic, one or the other. That's all I know. Oh, uh, well, I'll tell you, there, there was one fun case, and it's kind of a, I, I guess, a classic bit fun. But oh, um, uh, this lady named Dahlia, and uh, she uh, met some guy in Florida, I think it was, and they'd been married for six months, and then she decided to take a hit out on him. Because she, she was cheating, she was cheating around with at least two other guys, and she... One of the guys, she kept asking him, you know, hey, do you know anybody that I could hire to, you know, kill yeah. my husband, yeah. essentially? So he went to the cops. Yeah. So the cops are like, okay, you play along, and it's like, we're going to get you a hitman. So the hitman was a cop. And they recorded everything, all her conversations, her, you know, you know, turning the money over, you know, everything, right? And they even went so far... As the hitman called her up and said, you know, are you sure you want to do this? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, you need to go to the gym tomorrow at 6 a.m. And, and you know, play it natural, you know? Yeah. And so she gets a call on her cell phone from the cops at, like, I don't know, 630 or something like that. It says, you need to come home. And there are cops everywhere. And, and like, like, there's been a home invasion and her husband has been shot. It's the scenario, yeah. right? And, you know, so... And and the cops, of course, they have all recording equipment on too. And she, the cop tells her that you know her, her, her there's been there's been well not an accident but you know, her husband her husband's been killed and she just over theatrical like oh my god you know just complete complete meltdown. Well, they happened to be filming cops at the same time, so cops got this on tape as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, and <coughs> you know it, they they let they let her do this and they take her down to the station and they're like you know going through the whole the whole act of like well did your husband have any enemies you know the whole bit and she's making shit up yeah you know left oh yeah you know this person you know could you know she wants to complete the story for the oh family. yeah yeah and then finally they bring her husband in. <laughs> And she's like, oh, my God, you're still alive. Come here, baby. Come here. You know, trying to kiss up to him. And he's like, I've seen the tapes. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And the whole time she comes up with this cock ass story about how it was all for like a a um, a reality show audition. Yeah. And that it was all fake. And, and that her it. husband, it was her husband's idea. And, and it made no sense can at make, all. Can I make a note? Yeah. Uh, you said cock ass. Yeah. Is that a thing? I don't know. Okay. I, I went cockamamie. Cockamamie. I thought yeah. so. But then I was, was like, cock ass is really <laughs> vulgar. <laughs> Sounds really vulgar. It was like, it, it started out as cockamamie, cockamamie. cockamamie and yeah. then went to, uh, I don't know. I don't know, stupid ass or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. just kind of got mushed together. I get you. Yeah. I get you. That still sounded very vulgar. <laughs> I think we're going to get FCC fined all of that. I pretend we have a show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I pretend people listen to this all day. But, uh, yeah, so that, that one was pretty entertaining because her, her acting ability was really, really bad. 
and um, I'm sure you could find her on. You said that you've YouTube gotten you've gotten like the the signal or like you figured out the the uh, exact tone of these people when they're lying oh like this. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's like some sort of some sort of frequency it, she hears. Janelle hears it. You can tell when people are lying. When when well, it's it's and it's interesting. It's like I don't pick up a I, I don't I, well I've gotten better at spotting liars over the years because I I tend to be a very uh uh what you see is what you get person. And so I tend to expect other people to be that way, even though they're not. But, uh, you know, especially uh, after the marriage to Keith, it's like I've gotten better at spotting, you know, certain types of liars, at least. Right. And, but it's been really interesting because, you know, the, the podcast of Dateline is essentially uh, the audio of the actual show. So, so you know, you yeah, so you're you're you, you know you can go and find the show that has all the the visual too, but I I find just listening to the audio and just listening to the voices, it's a, there's a certain tone that people get when they're fake crying and what it about what, a murder usually right y- yeah or, or just yeah anything where they're gonna get in a lot of trouble yeah and 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 it's like I'm I'm pretty accurate now. <laughs> Uh, about you know when they're they're fake crying as opposed to you know that's real grief there's just certain thing like you hear certain things all the time like on uh was it british and canadian television sometimes they'll say like 38 people died like that <laughs> certain tone where you yeah. go that you hear that enough and you, you get used to it is that is it like that that noise or that sound that you hear well no it it's more What's like it, it, it's more like they fake hysterics now I've I have like they they fake like they can't breathe and stuff. Well, yeah, but but at the same time they're telling you coherent sentences. Oh, and I'm like, I'm sorry. It's like when my mom died, and I wailed. Yeah, and it was it was just a breakdown wail, and I could barely speak. That's hysterics. It's like if you're if you're that upset, you're not making coherent sentences. Right. So if you're telling this whole like long convoluted story, right. well, between fake Charles sobs, was always. Depressed. Yeah. 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 It's like, you like, know, it's like I, I'm I'm calling BS on that. Yeah. But uh that's just too much too much information in the middle of that emotion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that that type of emotion you can't you can't you can barely speak. I think the like liars are always caught eventually, right? Uh well I mean people someone will catch you, even if even if the law doesn't catch you, yeah, people will know that you lied. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. There's, I don't think there's any effective way to truly lie, like, big time, mm-hmm. you know? Because someone in the world would notice that you lied. Yeah. You know? So, I don't uh, know. Oh, but I, 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 was, I was telling you about this earlier. Um, speaking of cults. Yeah. Um, I was listening to uh, Leah Remney, Mike Rinder's uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, that, um, oh, this, yes. Mormons. Yeah, and it's called... Uh, what? Going Clear? No, 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 no. It's 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 the F. It's the aftermath. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. Um, it's the aftermath podcast that goes with the TV. It's like gotcha. they 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 kept the they they when the TV show ended, they started the podcast. Uh huh. Yeah. And um and they had on this guy whose name I don't remember, but um who is a high up in the people who have left the Mormon church and it, it, I high up. I mean, he's very out there. He does a podcast called Mormon stories uh-huh. and, um, and they have a YouTube channel and everything. And he, they have a big foundation 
to help ex-Mormons transition to normal society. Yeah. And um, they started talking about how um, they should have like an ex-cult con type thing. Where they, where they get people. different people like Jehovah's Witnesses, Scientologists, and yeah. Mormons together so they can all kind of get people out of the group. Well, well, that and to support each other because, you know, um, each of those groups in various ways make it very hard to leave because they're not, they don't have, now the Mormons are a little more mainstream in terms of coping skills. Right. But not, where they get into trouble is, you know, it's like they've never had a drink of alcohol in their whole life and all of a sudden they go on a year-long bender and completely destroy their life. Right, or, especially if they've lost their job because of the family job and all that. Right. It's hard to get yeah. that going. And, um, you know, Scientologists, you know, obviously they have trouble, and, and, and Jehovah's Witnesses are very similar in that way. Right. And But they were talking, he was talking about the billions of dollars that the Mormon church has. Right. You know, and, um, and the similarities between science fiction writers that started each of right. uh, I mean, those religions. The Mormons believe that God lives on another planet and that Satan and Jesus are brothers, or Lucifer and Jesus are brothers from that planet. And that when you die, you get your own planet and that your wives will be your angels and any unmarried daughters will also be your angels. Okay. So that's like, that's the belief system. It's sort of Scientology of the 1800s. Well, well, yeah. and, 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 and it's, Planet Cobol. It, it was from Battlestar Galactica, all those planet names. As far as I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it, and, you know, he was talking about, he was actually, he was, uh, this guy was descended from the, he was six generations of Mormons in his family. His his original descendants were with Joseph Smith yeah. in, in the founding. And, original ancestors. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and... Um, and when he got to be 31, and he had done every, he'd gone on missions and, you know, got married, had four kids, you know, all this. And he was put in charge of doing a class for some of the men where he had to get up at 6 a.m. every morning before work and go <coughs> teach this class on, a, history, uh, yeah. like, history. Yeah, essentially Mormon history. Yeah. And so he started researching it. And that was when he found out that, you know, Joseph Smith, before his, you know, encounter with the angel Moroni, or Moroni, or whatever his name is. It's so ironic that it's, more, you know, Moroni. Moron, yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. Um, that I think that he... And Joseph Smith are the same guy reincarnated. It, really it, it could be. Um, and they, uh, that he was a con artist before that. Um, he, he started really reading the the Book of Mormon and, and start seeing all the anachronisms in it, you know, yeah. like there were domesticated horses and cows when the first settlers came over here. And right. I'm like, yeah, no, no. Right. He didn't know his no. own era yeah. or history before that. Yeah. Particularly. Yeah. So, so, but anyway, um, but that's what kind of led him to leave because he realized it was a lot of BS. Um, and you know they they have they don't they don't treat women very well. But the thing and, about this guy is that he had the idea oh, to yeah. form the coalition. Yeah, and that seems like a really powerful thing for people who are in cults. Well, yeah, and, and part of it is to to end up being a lobbying commission because part of the reason that you know these 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 big institutional quote churches yeah. 
you know, have tax exempt status is because they have really high priced lawyers. Right. That, and so if they were to all band together, they would have a much better shot at taking one at, one down at a time at least. Yeah. I mean, so. Scientology would be easy, right? You get Scientology down because no one likes them, not even the government, especially since they infiltrated the IRS in the 80s. Uh, they, yeah. they had a bunch of Scientologists get hired at the IRS so they could fuck around there and get tax exempt yeah. status overall. But they had to get dirt on all these agents and all this stuff. So it was bad. Yeah. So the government hates them to begin with, but because of that uh, the bungling of that particular investigation, Scientology ended up with tax exempt status, just kind of shut them up. Yeah. And even though they had infiltrated, uh, it was kind of bad. Like he, when L. Ron Hubbard was around, they still had some like moves. Apparently, like, they were scary. You know? Yeah. Um, well, David Miscavige is a whole different. He's just a, he's he wants property. He's, he, he's, he's a brute. He's a brute, but he's not as smart as L. Ron Hubbard was. Yeah. You know, L. Ron Hubbard was clever about it. He was a con man, whereas uh, David Miscavige is just like a typical brute. You know. Yeah, and and I mean, especially with the aftermath stuff and Leah, it, it, and they talked about the different things the different groups could bring to it. It's like the Mormons are very good at the social media and YouTube and podcasts and stuff like that. So they could do all the advertising yeah. for this group, and, and they have they have they have funded right um, Scientology. There isn't enough of them to to make a real dent when they money leave, wise. When they leave, they're left with no money. Yeah, and but they have some real high-profile people like Leah Remini and Mike Render right. that have left and can get their voices out there. Some and of them so, are lucky enough to work at, say, Bridge Publications in Scientology, where they do all the videos and the and the media. And, and so they get some skill that they can use in Hollywood, but Hollywood's already full of people like that. Yeah. And I, I highly doubt they want that 90s aesthetic that Scientology does. You know, <laughs> so they're not going to get that work. Oh, and God. they're going to have no money. Some of their videos are oh, so bad. <laughs> it's like this 90s, like, glam aesthetic. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. Never, it never got any better. Yeah. But, um, so I, I, I really hope they can get that together because I think that's going to make a huge difference. Yeah. And, and he was also talking about how the Aftermath show had helped a lot of Mormons leave. I wonder if there's a lot of Amish people that want to leave because you know they have their own Springer thing. Yeah. And a lot of those kids get messed up on that. Yeah. And then they want to go home to mommy and daddy, and they end up being Mormons or uh, Amish for the rest of their life. Well, I, I mean, I, I spent lived for several years in Amish country, uh-huh. and I, I, I don't know. They, uh, despite what you see on, um, like you know, a TV, mm-hmm. it, it's like they. They do go into society. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was like, I've seen Amish people at McDonald's. And yeah, okay, they're they're riding a horse and buggy, but they're at McDonald's, right, you know? Right, right, it, It's not like they're completely isolated. And the, the room spring, a, you it's know. It's just an outlet for the culture. Yeah. That's what they, I mean, that's and, the purported. And that, and that's that, like, and then it's, it's, it's to give the, the teenager the choice, you know? Right. Make them really choose yeah. it, whatever. So. But I but I I saw that one docu that not documentary reality show about the Rum Springer stuff, and apparently these kids would go out and basically live in meth houses, and like you know they kind of match up with a few other people and, and like people who decide to leave for good, and then they, those guys get them drugs and and yeah. then they like they get really really messed up and then they go back to being Amish. Now, to me that was a it seemed kind of weird, you know like not weird but like uh, profound in a certain way. Yeah. Like they come out here and then they run home. Yeah, but but I wondered if some more people wanted to get out and they were given the false impression of what modern life would be. 
you know. And yeah, so, well, I, yeah, and and maybe they are, but I, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, I I don't I don't find them as nefarious as. No. Yeah, well, I mean, we never hear anything about them, so they're probably like. Well, the well, I mean, they're not. They're they're not out there, yeah. you know. Um, uh, attacking. They're not out there suing people. They're not out there. You know, no, no, they're not. Yeah. You don't hear about Amish people like, uh, you know, I don't know, running around with baseball bats, yeah, and, like collecting money or anything, yeah, or, or fair gaming people, yeah, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. And 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 you know, Mormons do the the kind of the the soft, the, the soft ostracism kind yeah. of you know, the banishment. It's like yeah, but you have to live right in the town usually, and yeah, and, and it's like all of a sudden you don't get invited to parties, you know that kind but of. But they're stuff. also still talking about your back and making sure oh, you get yeah. hired. Oh yeah, so. And I, I do think some Amish communities probably do, you know, like, have some issues. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure. You never hear about it at all. But I was just wondering if it was like hidden menace. Yeah, you know? I, see some Amish people, and you better, you know, look, look, look I, twice. I, I don't know. I think they're going to go after us. <laughs> That's what they're waiting for. They think we're English. I think the Amish people are okay. They call us English, and they're going to fight the revolution. Yeah, they, they. I mean, their their biggest thing is that they felt that. You know, technology was moving too fast. It was, and it probably still is, and uh, in yeah. that, you know, they. I understand that yeah. they, they had this idea that somehow um, the world was going to come to its Eden state, yeah, and that technology had to kind of stay a certain way. Yeah. So, but I mean, some of them drive cars. Some of them have telephones. It's not like. Yeah, and I see they do those oven things. You know the the um, Amish ovens, the, the yeah. Amish uh, fireplaces. Uh-huh. And they have some sort of mechanical thing in there. I'm like, yeah. how'd they get that? Yeah. And I was like, are they not allowed to touch technology? Apparently not. They can go to McDonald's. Yeah. Odd. What are What are they doing? Like, what? Are... It, it... No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to make a thing. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm like, these freaking Amish people. No. Leave the here. Amish alone. They're taking our woodworking jobs. No. I'm going to need that. No. You know, I need, I need to get these guys I, I will say the only real interaction I've ever had with an Amish person, and this is when I was a teenager, we just moved to our house in Pennsylvania, and the room I had was not actually a bedroom, and it was like the living room, dining room of the apartment upstairs of the house we bought. So we had to put a door on it, and my mom hired an Amish guy to do the carpentry and put the door on. Yeah. And, you know, I had a pet guinea pig at the time, and the only thing he said to me the entire time he was there was, you know, if you pick a, a guinea pig up by its tail, its eyes will pop up. Guinea pig said that. No, the Amish guy did. Oh. No. <laughs> guinea pigs don't talk. Oh, I thought. But I looked at him and I'm like, well. I was like, hey. I, I was like, well, if, if you secret. can find a tail on a guinea pig, you might be right. Yeah. But guinea pigs do not have tails. Mm. But yeah, but I thought that was kind of. Capybaras do. This is a giant guinea pig. Yeah, but I thought that was kind of strange. Yeah. That was a strange interaction. That's a strange interaction. <laughs> yes. I'm glad it wasn't the guinea pig. <laughs> But that's an odd know. thing for an Amish guy to say to you. That's an odd thing for anybody to say. Oh, but if he's Amish, it's a Stephen King movie. Yeah. Like, you know you're in one if an Amish guy says something weird like that to you. It could be a, it could be a guy from Maine, too. They can either one, they take each other's job. Uh-huh, yeah. It's like, you know, whoever you need to be cast one or the other. Uh-huh. Maine guy or a, an Amish guy. Uh-huh. Like, no, nah, you can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Same guy can say that if he's Amish. Oh, yeah, but you got to do it with the accent. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I can't do it an Amish accent. What is one? 
I don't know. Do you have one? No. No. Should we do one in the bedroom later? Why? I don't know. Like, I think we got to spice up our life. Oh, yeah. Call me English. <laughs> call me English. What? What? <laughs> Slap my ass and call me English. <laughs> That's all I know about him. I call people English. Oh, God. Well, we went and get, got our second COVID shots. Yes. Yeah. And it kicked my ass. Yeah, it, it, I did much better this I, time around. I just, I didn't do well. It was like, I was sore on my, the right arm. Now I'm like barely bruised. Well, I still got a little bit of a lump there. Yeah. But, you but, had a lump, an actual lump. Yeah, but, but I, 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 and I slept for like 11 hours. But yeah. after that, I was like, I had all this energy and I've been like running around the house trying she, to yeah, get she things Yeah, sneaking up at 8 o'clock in the morning and like doing stuff that um, I feel guilty about not being able to help because <laughs> it, it's all done by the time I got up. Yeah, I don't know. What do we have today? I mean, today we're at 30-something minutes. Yeah. We should probably talk about one more thing. What should we talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Uh, oh, we didn't see Fila Day, but we're going to. It's oh. an odd. I, I saw the very beginning of this mm-hmm. animated movie, which is about a cat. And it's drawn yes. like a really serious like animated film, like, mm-hmm. the, uh, like um, the dog movie there with the spaghetti. Oh, uh, Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp. It's drawn like a, like a real... Heavily rotoscope looking picture, uh-huh. and they have this this crazy soundtrack where they're singing about Fila Day, and it's like an '80s long drawn out dramatic song that's like <laughs> swelling, and it's about a cat and a neighbor cat that find a dead cat that they believe was uh, killed because it so shows blood and everything, uh, killed by the a tuna can lid, and so wow. they're detectives and they're going to figure out the murderer who's uh-huh. a creepy human they suspect, uh-huh. and. Uh, and, and they're swearing, and it's, I mean, it's, nowadays you see swearing in animation all the time, but in the 80s, to see an animation like that, it must have been a theatrical release, and for adults. I have no idea. Because it's a bizarre yeah. movie, and we're going to watch it at some point, and we'll talk about it, I think. Okay. Because it's bizarre looking. Right. Uh, for that era. Like, I didn't get it, you know? <laughs> I don't get what they were getting at. But it seems cool. But, but anyway, after our COVID shot, we had a very nice date. We went out to Outback and, and yeah. ate a blooming Onion. Yes. You know, I'm allergic to onions. So yeah, yeah, but blooming onions. Yeah. yeah. Worth it. Yes. And um, we were cracking each other up. Yes. What yeah. were the jokes? Uh, oh, oh, no. That would have oh. well, a, pack of be- a pack of beavers is called a merc and a beaver. <laughs> yep. So, There's not much more to that. But yeah, yeah, but we were laughing. We're doing like meerkat hard. manner about a merc and a beavers. Yes. It was fun. Uh-huh. That was fun. We just do the show when we're not on the show. Yeah, I mean, if if we recorded ourselves twenty four seven, we'd have more show than we. We know would. We, do we really should just wear mics. Yeah. And like, I could wear a mic by myself because I talk to myself all the time. Yeah, but nobody wants to hear that. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't even want to hear. It. I, I know. know. I don't even know. No one. <laughs> it's usually very interesting. I can't believe you're insulting me. I now. love you. It's my, it's my best skill is talking. <laughs> So Merc and Beavers, what was the other thing? Um, gosh, what was the other thing? Uh, I can't remember. The Merc and Beavers had a big of a both there and on the way yeah. back. <laughs> it's like, what do you call it? <laughs> Merc. Clearly. <laughs> well, he was constantly on with the leader of the pack. Yeah. And then there was, what's her name? His wife, Butchie. Butchie, yeah. His wife, Butchie. <laughs> had a little... Baby beaver. <laughs> American beaver. Right. You know. It was great. 
but but yeah, I mean, really, we've been focusing on trying to get that everything cleaned up and ready for our open house. And I'm terrified and excited. And and we're gonna get some people over here and hopefully sign up people up for some weddings. Yes, we've got the ability to take money and yeah. a likelihood that we'll get at least one or two people who want one. Yeah, which yeah. would be great. We can do an open house, um, you know, every few months if we're not there. You know? Yeah. We always keep getting more. Yep. We can do one periodically, even as a, a standard thing. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. Every year, do one. Yeah. If we wanted to, you know. Yeah, and business. do it earlier in the year too. Yeah. Like really, January is when you want to do that. So although weather-wise, that's not great. The lights will still be good. The lights yeah. will still be good. It would just be a little frosty out. Uh huh. And if if we got it during the day, it might not even be that cold. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we can get enough go enough going this year, we can we could even they have those wedding expo things and. Uh, right. You went to one. Yeah, just yeah. to check it out, and um, but that wouldn't hurt either. Right. And hand out, you know, flyers and business cards and things. Yeah. yeah. It scares the crap out of me. <laughs> the idea of going to one of those places. Well, you don't. You won't have to go. A super center and handing out flyers. You won't have to go. Sure. I could do it. Cause I'm not good with those crowds. We go to Costco and I get dizzy. Yeah, yeah. I got out this morning. I woke up at eight o'clock this morning, and um, I'm like, well, I need to go to Costco today. When do they open? So, yeah, that was my morning. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with me? Was it crowded when you got there? It wasn't as bad as it is in later in the later afternoon, but it's definitely not a Wednesday. Right. Wednesday's <laughs> no one there. Yeah. Wednesday evening is like great time to go to Costco. Cool. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I did pretty well there. Got that done. It was raining all day, yeah. which was nice. We had some good thunder a little while ago. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I love thunder and lightning. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. seems to punctuate whatever the hell else is going on in my head usually. Mm -hmm. I'm like, da -da -da. <laughs> Children of the night. <laughs> it's great. I can hold it. it. It changed the whole tone of my conversation. Yeah. 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 I do talk to myself because I have a, a mental issue. <laughs> that's why he's madness and I'm love. Yes. And that's why we have a talk show. So, uh, yes. you know, we put some bottles in, put this into a bottle somewhere and use it. Yeah. It's just useless over there. Yeah. Well, you know, it hel It helps. It does help. I mean, this talk, I mean, I, I structure, like, I, I enjoy this every week. And uh, I don't know. I could sit with you and talk to you even without a microphone. Well, yeah, and we do. Yeah. But for some reason, and like, recording it, it, yeah, recording it makes it a little more real. I don't know. Okay. Because I'm fiction is fiction. Is yes. that what you're trying to say? <laughs> oh. Excuse me. No. <laughs> Knees on your arm. I just saying you cover your nose so you don't worry about it. <laughs> this coconut you're rum is a, good. You're such a hero. Oh, he lets me sneeze on his arm. He's so sweet. She didn't do it though. No. It's like it's like like looking a gift horse in the mouth or slapping uh, a gift out of my hand. I was trying to give her one of her gifts. And she's like, "Fuck you." I, I like, like that shirt. I don't want to get spot oh, on your shirt. Okay. I love that we facetiously get like annoyed at each other. We don't actually do it. I love you. I love you too. Yeah, it is. It's like it's it. It's fun being married to you. It's fun being married to you too. Yeah. When you get when we go on a little ride, even to like a, a restaurant or when we get to, went to go get the COVID shots, I just feel like a total peace. Mm. You just you're a very smooth driver, and it's nice with your presence. It's very comfortable. We're talking about maybe the idea you put me to sleep. 
Why? No, when we were driving. I said, are you bringing me out to the farm? Oh, yeah, yeah. You were talking about that. That wasn't the funny joke. No. That was the middle joke. There's yeah. a third joke that was funnier. See if we can find it. Oh, well, that's okay. Oh, well. Well, but I was talking about how, you know, you were going to put me down out there. And yeah. You had the shotgun that buried it. No. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. We were driving through a really beautiful country, and I was like, is this where I'm, I'm going to go to die? No. You're getting rid of me? Why would I want to get rid of you? Because that's how those dog movies end. No. <laughs> You're not a dog. I do eat those biscuits. Well, Kyla did too when she was They're little. good. <laughs> as long as I knew someone else actually liked them. Oh, uh, yeah, very cute. Uh, Kyla, Kyla is going to the military ball and to prom this year. And because of COVID, they are limiting both to just people from their high school. So to prom, she and her best friend are going because her best friend's boyfriend goes to another high school. Yeah. And so, yeah, they went dress shopping earlier, and Kyla did a little fashion show for me, and it was very cute. And I'm very happy to see her. It went with Candace, who is the best person to go oh, shopping yeah, she's with been on the clothes. Po- yeah, yeah, she's been on the podcast. She, she's amazing. I need her to help me find some brown pants again, because I, I had some that I ripped. But mm-hmm. she helped me find that awesome suit that I got married to. Yeah. And I need to kind of complete it again. So I'll yeah. have it, you know. So I want to wear that, like, at a wedding if there's, you know, optional whatever. Yeah. People are wearing light colors. I might throw that on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I need to complete that suit again. I have some favorites. Yeah. But I had that blue and white one that I never never actually wore. Yeah. Because I mean, that, that was a backup in case something happened. But, yeah. But she's great to go shopping with. Um, we'll give out our number. As long What's as Candace's number so everyone can call her <laughs> to go shopping for clothes? It, it, as long as you, you have, oh, don't, aren't on, on a time restraint. Because the thing is, I'm never, if I'm going to do something right, I'm going to do it right. And she was hunting through everything to find that yeah, suit. Well, I, I mean, I will tell you, you know, at DragonCon, when, when she, you know, the first time she went with, with uh, me, uh, you know, and they do, there's like three floors of vendors at the Mayor's Mart in, um, Atlanta, and you know, I had gone through all three floors, and she'd only gone through half a floor. Right, she likes to I'm look like, at a lot of things. She's very and much she talks to everybody, which is great. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I don't have the patience for this. I'll mm-hmm. see you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have more of the mindset of her, like a meerkat. Like yeah. we're talking about meerkats. It's like something happened. Uh oh. Like we, we both have to look at the thing. So it was actually very successful when she helped me. She was sort of my best man. For the wedding, in a way, yeah. Because she helped oh, she, me. Well, she was great. She, she, she made the my, cake for us. She did my hair. She's amazing. So she was our best maid, uh, your bridesmaid, and my best man in, yeah. in a certain way. And uh, I, I will never forget that. So yep. it's fun going shopping with her as long as you know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, I do remember there was something I picked up. I was going to pick one up um, for the house, but she saw, she saw it like right before me. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, because she's got a better eye than I. Do. <laughs> it was some sort of. Like cleaning device or something, like a steamer. I think it was a steamer ah. for hats. Oh, yeah, it could have been used to. I had bought a bunch of hats that day. Gotcha. So I ended up getting a different steamer that I think is in the garage. I never used it ah. for like two bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So you, you, it's a little competitive game. If you, you, when we give you Candace's phone number, remember this. <laughs> it's gonna be slightly competitive for for getting the best stuff. So Candace's number is eight six zero. What? I don't know it. I don't know it. But it's eight six zero. You guys can figure out the rest. It's a <laughs> cipher that I've encrypted in the voice uh, print that I've used in this episode. <laughs> yeah. All I have to do is take the data and invert it uh, into a uh, balanced ternary, and you'll, you'll get it. 
It's a code. Okay, you got it, everybody? Yeah, everybody, that's deciphered. Yeah. My voice print. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spend some time on that. Anyway, so it should be an interesting week this next week. It's like next Saturday is our, our open house, and hopefully that will be successful. I'm going to consider it a success even if nobody shows up because that's the way we, I have to do we it. We have organized this, yeah. and that organization is the, 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 the main win right now. Yeah. And then we can get more people later uh -huh. with those pictures we're going to get. Yeah. I'm doing it again, doing it big. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, oh and by the way, I, I need. You need to work on those. Well, I, and get the flyer together for the Chamber of Commerce. When, okay, yes. And that's literally just taking the stuff I put on Facebook and sticking it on PDF. Okay. Okay. All good. That's all that is. Just picture and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can manage that. And, and you need that by tomorrow night? Well. Because uh, they're not open on Sunday. Right. Yeah. I can like, get it to you by tomorrow night. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Excellent. That's my assignment <laughs> from the boss. So I think we're going to wrap it up here. All right. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. We'll see you later. Well, sort of. Hear you? No, we don't hear you either. We, we do. I hear them. You, you okay. they're, they're among the voices in my head. Ah, okay. I love our audience. <laughs> Except for the demons. <laughs> love you all. Bye. Bye.